Hello, welcome back to Meraki Unbox. My name's Simon Thompson, and I'm the host of the show. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us again. Uh, we now have a number of these episodes out here, loads of great stuff about Meraki's technology and also what we are like to be uh, as a partner, as a business to work with. And today, uh, we're going to get into one of the technology areas of Meraki. It's actually a 100% software-based technology we call Systems Manager. And we're going to learn a little bit more about that today and also about where it's going, how it's been evolving over time, because there's a lot going on uh, with this particular product. So I am joined today by two illustrious guests from the Meraki team. Uh, I first of all want to introduce uh, Noah. Hi, Noah. Hey, Simon. How's it going? It's going all right so far. We only just pressed the record button, so who knows what's going to happen. Um, Amelie, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm excited for this. You're excited as well, and you're a little loud, so I'm going to turn you down a bit. Okay. No problem at all. Right. So, um, Noah, tell us who you are, what do you do for Meraki? Exactly. My name is Noah Salzman. I am the product manager for Meraki Systems Manager, our illustrious software-only product within yeah. our this very uh, hardware-centric company. Um, I've started about uh, nine months ago uh, on this team mm -hmm. and uh, um, really having a fun time uh, helping guide the product forward and do new things, and I'm, hopefully we'll dig into a lot of them today. I think that's the yeah. goal. That's certainly what we're aiming for. So what's your background? Where did you, uh, ah, did you come to, Meraki? Good question. I guess that does matter, actually. It's, <laughs> it's um, uh, all Silicon Valley. I actually um, am a Bay Area native and have been working on uh, endpoint management products for the last decade. So oh, wow. Systems Manager is something very near and dear to my heart in that we have all those wonderful, expensive little devices out in the world we all hold, and we want to make sure that we can manage them and put apps on them and know where they are, and that has been yeah. my life for a very long time now. Absolutely. Awesome. So that's a that's obviously a very good uh, CV or resume, as they say here in the United States. Um, Amelie, tell us about yourself. Um, well, Simon, you must know me pretty well because we used to work together on the same team. Yes, uh, I remember. Yes, you remember. So um, before I went on to product marketing, which is what I'm doing right now with Systems Manager and some of our security solutions at Meraki, I was doing sales. Mm -hmm. And um, that really got me to understand what customers and partners are looking for in the Meraki suite of solutions. Mm. So, um, and that got me interested in product marketing and now I'm working you know, closely with Noah and um, really excited about uh, endpoint management in particular because it's so different from what we do here at right. Meraki. Yes. Right. And actually I think this is the first time we've had uh, both a product manager and the product marketing manager that works together with them uh, in the room together. And actually, that's a nice opportunity to, to sort of mention how we tend to do things with, with product marketing here, which is where we do try to have that really close working relationship product by product uh, between the two so that, so that really there's this great interchange of ideas and really you're sort of leveling up the, the way that we tell the story about about these products. And there'll be a quiz at the end of the podcast where you can tell the difference. On, <laughs> the difference <laughs> who, in style Who's marketing and who's not marketing in the, uh, in the conversation. Okay. Well, we will put that to the test as we go through. So, um, all right. So let's get into Systems Manager. This is a product which started life, uh, what year was that? It was 2012-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I vaguely remember some kind of interesting story about how it got started. So Do you remember this one? The, the story is actually fabulous. So uh, Brett Hull, our chief technology officer uh -huh. now, was one of the first systems manager uh, engineers. And it started out as a utility. We were, of course, selling tons of wireless devices. And 
And everyone wanted to know, well, what is the health of my wireless connection? And the best way to do that mm -hmm. is to have a, a, a piece of software running on a phone or a laptop, and that's what they built. And that slowly over time uh, became a much wider used product. Uh, and eventually, I think 2015, we started selling it. So up until right. then, it was actually just a free product. Right, and so it, it really has evolved over time to um, from from what it was initially. And I think I also heard an interesting story that it was the the first ever version of it was coded in some crazy short period of time. Did you yeah, that one? Meraki has um, done some amazing feats of engineering. I don't actually know um, the specific duration. It was of, something like a weekend. It was a weekend. The first okay, ever I, version, this, I this time may have gotten shorter <laughs> since you've, you've been here longer than I have, Simon. Uh, I think I heard. Um, uh, two weeks at one point, but yes, it, it they had a great start in that. Uh, early on, it was looking at, hey, we, we can solve this problem quickly, get the get the product out there, um, and things are a little different now, right? We mm -hmm. we have thousands of users, and we're on over ten million endpoints, so we have to do things a little more slowly and carefully than perhaps we have in the past. Right? Yeah, I think that's just a natural evolution for a startup, right? From yeah. the sort of scrappy. Evolving your product every five minutes, and, and now it's a lot more of a, a sort of stable beast, if you yeah. like. We still love the minimum viable product mantra, though, right? You know, uh -huh. Amelie comes to me sometimes and says, <laughs> yes. what the heck are you guys doing? How am I supposed to, you know, yeah. this feature is, is quite, uh, quite narrow in scope. So, yeah, there's, we still try and keep that, that um, for certain things and mm -hmm. delivered in certain ways, the, the idea that we can actually if, get a feature out really quickly and and simply, and if that solves a need, then we will do it. Right. And this has been uh, something as well, which is, although the product name hasn't changed, Systems Manager has uh, stuck with it right the way from its inception, uh, but the way we describe it and the terminology that the industry uses has changed a lot, a lot right? Yeah. And, I, and I get, I still, to this day in 2019, I'm still confused about which term I should be using to describe this. Let's go through some of the ones that <laughs> folks who are listening might have heard. Um, Amelie, what, what are they? So probably the most popular one is MDM, MDM. or Mobile Device Management. Excellent. You remembered it well. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm in this space, so I have to know. It's almost this. like it's our business. <laughs> Test one complete. Yeah. And the second one is also EMM, which is Enterprise Mobility Manage Management. That's right. That's uh, a mouthful. Say that, that ten it, times fast. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. all have three-letter acronyms. So right. That's easy to remember. And then UEM, Unified Endpoint Management. That's right. Yes. Yes. And we've gone through <laughs> all differences around which ones yeah. we're supposed to use. So so what is the – tell me what we should be describing this as today. Well, actually, um, I don't think any of those really match what we're trying to do. I th that you, You've just given away Act 3, though. Oh. <laughs> we want to do this? <laughs> Let's so, do a teaser. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll, I think we'll, we'll save that one for the end because right. uh, the, the direction we're headed in really um, – the, the the problem is when you're when we're building software or hardware, the the analysts and the industry and the magazines and and uh, every every technical podcast wants to put everything in a box. Yes, right? and, always. And I think we're pretty proud at Meraki um, that we really don't think that way. Right. We think this is a feature customers need, and if it fits in some other um, pile of features that have a different acronym, then then we're just going to do it. We don't care, right? And we've so been we, all... You could almost say we think outside the box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. No, I don't know if you know this, but this this podcast <laughs> is called Meraki uh, Unboxed. Thank you, yes. A little so slow, little we've slow today. The puns today. Slow. <laughs> Classic. All right, so we'll save Act 3 for Act 3. Yeah. Um, so, so 
systems manager, let's let's think about the the fundamentals of what it's doing and how uh, systems manager fits into the world of MDM, EMM, whatever we're choosing to call it that we're going to unveil later. Yeah. So we very clearly we were in the MDM world uh, mm -hmm. for quite some time, where we um, fit in with um, Apple's management system, we fit in with uh, Android's management system, Windows 10 management system, uh, and of course uh, Mac OS as well, and Chrome. Um, so those capabilities are pretty standard. Uh, there's a lot of companies out in the world that that allow you to to manage these devices through the MDM APIs. Mm -hmm. And we do that quite well, and it is a, a huge part of our business. But what we've done over the years, um, and, and something Amelie and I are, are constantly trying to, to convey to the world its power, is we've spent a lot of time integrating with uh, building features that integrate the control over the endpoint, the phone or the laptop or even desktop computer, mm -hmm. um, with the Meraki network technologies. Okay. So we've really spent um, a, a ton of time talking to our customers and figuring out, you know, it, it's not an MDM feature. What it is is really it's the looking at the network devices and the endpoint devices as one whole, one Right. part of your business okay. and how do we connect those and manage those and make those work. So that's that's really the part that um, while we've historically had a ton of MDM features, these other features, which we call Sentry, if you look in our yeah. dashboard, those Sentry Wi-Fi and Sentry VPN and, and all of those together are in a way sort of our secret sauce and that's you know what we try and tell the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think one of the things that would be maybe interesting, I, I'm sure that we have a mix of folks listening to the show, and uh, some of them will be very familiar with this. Some of them, they're maybe focused more on the network itself, uh, the, the underlying infrastructure, and maybe less familiar with the concepts of uh, MDM. Let's just call it that for now. Um, so what, why do people want to do these things? I've got a smartphone in my pocket. And <laughs> right, why, why doesn't it just work? It's yeah. by device. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've heard of BYOD forever and a day, bring your own mm -hmm. device. Uh, but there's, there's a difference, I guess, between devices that people own themselves and devices that IT organizations provide. You know, what is the fundamental problem that we're trying to, to crack and, and, and how, does it, uh, how does it benefit IT organizations? Yeah, why don't I, I'll, I'll jump in real quick and then, and, and Amelie's been working a lot on how we explain them, sort of this fits into the security world. So I'll let you, mm -hmm. let you jump in there. I'll just start out with sort of the basics of, of control, right? Yep. We have tiny little uh, mom and pop shops that have 10 devices, maybe 100 devices. Uh, we have large enterprise that have tens of thousands of devices, but it's all about where's my device? What is running on it? Mm -hmm. What can I, applications can I put on it? How do I lock down that device to match what my co company needs? Because a, a lot of a lot of our uh, customers need very very simple sets of policies on their device. They right. might say, "This phone, I just want to make sure it's not jailbroken, and I want to know that it's you know within 100 miles of, of my business, and then I'm happy." Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas our large enterprise customers are slapping down uh, very tight VPN configurations or have a list of 100 apps they might need on the device. Mm -hmm. But it all comes down to being able to actively control the phone or the laptop or the desktop computer 
um, apply a configuration to it, know where it is, literally nice. like physically in the world. If you have location services on, I need to know that that device is at my school or at my uh, at my headquarters. Mm -hmm. And then finally automating all of this together. And then a lot of that is just operational management, but the security part is the part that we've really been interested in and in digging into. Yeah, thanks Noah. Yeah, so on top of like all the visibility and control you can get from devices, mm -hmm. I think the biggest, one of the biggest things that systems managers solves or helps in solving is the idea of security. And network security is so important these days. You, right. I mean, you have everything from your firewall to cybersecurity solutions. Um, but people sometimes forget that um, because there are many devices floating around in our network, those are all vulnerable to threats that could be coming from any direction. Mm -hmm. And with so many different kinds of use cases with these devices, whether it's bringing your own device and accessing corporate assets right. or, um, you know, bringing your own device to, you know, just do whatever you want on your personal device, everyone has a different need. Mm -hmm. And so the IT admin's job becomes very difficult because we want to provide our end users everything that they need, but mm -hmm. we also have to make it secure. So systems manager is able to solve those problems by ensuring that we always know what the device posture is. And right, give us an example of device posture. So uh, a posture is basically the status or the position of your device. Mm -hmm. Is it jailbroken? Has it gone outside of a GPS coordinate that I deemed it as compliant? Right. And so by knowing the device posture and automatically knowing that every time, um, an IT admin has visibility into that device mm -hmm. and then can now push out security policies that make the most sense for those devices. Right, and the security policy, just to continue the illustration, let's imagine that a device uh, goes outside of a specific geo location or geo bubble. Yeah. What do we call that again? We have a term for that, don't we? Geofence. Geo yeah. A geofence, thank you. I don't yes, know. A geo bubble sounds pretty cool, though, let's I, be honest. I want a geo bubble. Oh, I won't comment. <laughs> Oh dear, perhaps it's time for me to move on from marketing perhaps. <laughs> yes. um, okay, so they go outside of a geofence, what happens? So then it'll the device will alert systems manager mm -hmm. and on the Meraki dashboard, you'll be able to see, oh, that device is outside of that range. And now that policy will show me that it's no longer compliant. Right. And then we can go to the next step, which is actually change what we do with that device. So we could actually tie that, that action to... Um, locking the device if we want to. We can put it in loss mode. Right. We can um, wipe the device if we want to. So it's right. it's uh, that um, that stage of, of uh, identify the state you want the device in mm -hmm. and all the policies that, that Amelie just um, described and then do something about it. And yes. of course, when you're dealing with anything over 10 devices, right, all that's got to happen automatically. So right. Uh, we've let's we'll get down way into the weeds now. I'm sure uh, all of our uh, network admins who are just um, uh, MDM curious rather than uh, perhaps ready to purchase are now going to glaze mm -hmm. glaze over. But we'll we'll get into a very hang in there, folks. Hang yeah, in yeah, there. yeah, hang in there, right? <laughs> so um, uh, so tags. So anytime you're dealing with you know whether it's a hundred Windows laptops or fifty thousand um, iPhones like um, we have it at Cisco itself, the um, the problem is that all of that has to be automated. And um, 
you need to group each of those devices. I want to know where the marketing devices are. Clearly, we need to knock those, knock those down. We don't trust you guys to, uh, right. to manage your, your devices properly. Uh-huh. Um, we certainly don't, shouldn't trust me. Um, but you know, sales, marketing, uh, if it's a retail point of sale kiosk device, all have different, different needs uh, and different profiles. Um, we group all those things. So yep. a lot of our users use Active Directory, and they, they have Active Directory groups feed into Systems Manager, and we apply okay. tags. So this is sort of the part where we're getting down in the weeds is that um, if you ever want to start playing with Systems Manager, you really have to understand tags, and tags are just the way that we group all those things. So all that cool stuff that Amelie was just talking about where we can um, know what's on the device, what it's doing, what mm-hmm. the current policy is, we can then respond to that automatically and say, oh, you've got the marketing tag. You are not supposed to have this particular application on your device right. and yeah. do that at scale. That makes mm-hmm. sense. And, and tags are used across the whole of the Meraki portfolio as well. So mm-hmm. this concept of logically grouping things together based around something that humans understand, like a marketing department or yeah. class three mm-hmm. uh, at school, then then absolutely that, that makes perfect sense. And, and actually... I think as we as we go through, it's quite interesting also to just surface up some of those use cases we know about. And, and um, education, I think, is one of the biggest users of mm-hmm. this. I don't actually know what the balance is, but uh, most well, of the conversations a, a quarter, I've had... About a quarter of our customers are in K-12 through for higher, edu- right. higher education. So it's a big chunk. That is a very big yeah. chunk. And, and so they have so many use cases for this because the uh, kids get given devices... for their classes and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing, right? Right. And also they might rotate devices with students. So, you know, one device could be shared amongst multiple types of students. Mm -hmm. And then teachers also want a way to control those devices and be able to share files and, you know, push out certain applications on those devices. Mm -hmm. So it's also, systems manager is interesting because it is so um, customizable to your needs but also easy enough that it, even a teacher could be able to grasp the, the concept and be able to do certain MDM controls and commands. Right, and they don't even have to use the dashboard to do all of it, right? We, right. Have, we have some other Self-service to portal. Do There's, uh, clearly, marketing was not involved. Sorry, guys <laughs> and gals. Uh, or the, the self-service portal. Um, I'm, there's got to be, what would be a good name for the, the, the home base for, uh, for your classroom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If we're going to... And uh, yes, uh, Thank you for mentioning it. It is is something that in those classrooms, it, it's actually amazing. If we're going to jump into education for a bit, the um, the Apple and Android world is just there's just this panoply of apps that they have at their disposal, and mm-hmm. there's tiny little homegrown projects that people have done, and they end up in the schools. And when you're dealing with a, a K through 12 school district. There are thousands and thousands of apps they have to manage. So what they'll do is they use tags to say this iPad is a grade five iPad, mm-hmm. and uh, it is uh, gets this set of applications automatically delivered to it. So once again, tagging being our solution for um, removing that work uh, that folks have to do. And yes, self service portal is a way that also if you don't want to prescribe what apps uh, get on a phone or on an iPad or some other device, Chromebook. Um, have the student log in and mm-hmm. pick the apps that they want to download. So definitely, uh, Amelie, you make a great point there, is that uh, with our customers, uh, yes, there's a lot of schools, but there's a lot of retail, there's industry, there's st- 
bunch of tech companies in the Bay Area that are using the product, and they all use it slightly differently. Mm. We have customers that use us just for Windows laptop <laughs> inventory, yeah. right? You know, it's just not a, yeah. you know, not something I expected when I came into the job. It's like, oh yeah, Meraki, I, I use it for wireless. Why wouldn't I just also use it for managing my Windows laptops and getting a wireless configuration to them? Right. So, so we are quite happy to serve the whole sort of um, universe of folks that need to manage endpoints and uh, do it really simply in sort of a Meraki way, which mm -hmm. is just give me the basics on control, and then if I need to advance to the the higher level complexity, things like tagging, things like our policy management, the sentry features all sort of grow with you as you go up the security complexity scale. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that makes it a, a, a product you can grow with based on your your use cases. And I, and I guess uh, one of the things I was wondering as well is how... Uh, today's evolving networks, some of the trends that we're seeing, you know, that, that are helping to push the development of this product over time. How would you yeah. go about describing that? I'll take I'll, a first step. Yeah, go for yeah. it. <laughs> we're all no, friends. It's a big question there. That's a big question, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Noah can go into really deep weeds there. So I'm, I'm just going to take a stab at that. Uh, so the first thing is, I mean, look at ourselves. Like, how many devices do you have at home? Gosh. The, to the, just yourself. Did it connect to the Wi-Fi? Yeah. Oh gosh, it must be like seven or eight. Seven I or eight. Yeah. Amateur hour. You, I'm, and you I'm don't not have a teenager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes I see you having like multiple phones too. Yeah, I have a phone problem. I'm always changing my phones and exactly. uh, yeah, lots of devices. So imagine if there are a billion Simons in this office right now. What a scary thought that would be. <laughs> that would be a lot of devices. Yeah. So I think that the biggest trend is that everyone now has at least, if not one, but two devices at any given time. Mm -hmm. And we always want our devices connected to the network. And maybe we want our device to be co connected to the corporate network when we're at work, mm -hmm. but we also want it to be connected to, say, the simple guest Wi-Fi because right. we want to do things that we, you know, are more private to us. Mm -hmm. And so with all these needs and the number of devices, that's how um, the involvement of our network is becoming. And that's why it's so crucial to have let's say, an MDM solution in place. Right. And and beyond that, if you just look at security breaches, I mean, I think IBN reported this year that, you know, $4 million is the average security breach. Okay. And that in terms of successful breaches, 70% of those happen on the endpoint. Wow. Yes. Okay. So, and that, so the yeah. devices themselves are opening up vulnerabilities, yep. and we are trying to fight that essentially with, exactly. with this product, among others. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it doesn't become any easier because, you know, if you look at network admin teams, um, Endpoint kind of comes down into the network admin's job. Mm -hmm. and But then you have to think about security teams. Security teams now also have to take into consideration Endpoint security. But the those technical those teams technically do not fall under the same umbrella. Mm -hmm. And so that might also be a challenge that we see in the market. Right. Yeah, this that's really the the, the that last point there, Amelie, is really the the one we want everyone to hear as far as where where we're headed and where the, the world is headed is that uh, historically that separation between ops and operations and security has created problems. And sort of the beauty of being able to see your network traffic and network stats and uh, where uh, your MX, Meraki MX devices mm -hmm. are successfully deployed in a, um, 
with maybe umbrella turned on and all of the layers of security, um, you also want that operational control over the devices in the same world. So yep. you don't have to go to seven different sources of information to figure out um, how to deal with that, that problem that Amelie just laid out. The, the beauty of, of uh, what we talked a moment ago about how customers can evolve with the product. Mm -hmm. The beauty of systems managers, you can be up and running in minutes, right? You can say, okay, I, I may not know a lot about security, but I need to get my device enrolled. And the beauty of something like MX and Umbrellas, you can turn it on in minutes, right? Yep. You, I think you just click one button and then Umbrellas magically working with, uh, with MX. And I mentioned that because there's this, you know, I'm drawing with my hands in the sky here, which is great in podcast land, but not, <laughs> not useful for you in the room. But there, there's layers here, right? And we want to get that operational control over the devices, know where they are, um, and get policies on them. And there's that next layer of network security, and there's another layer of, of um, access control beyond that as far as to what users can connect to. And the really cool place that our users graduate to eventually uh, to solve uh, solve those problems, Amelie, is is a world in which um, they know where the devices are, what's on them, and then they can use our Sentry features, getting that plug-in again for them, mm -hmm. to automatically connect those devices if they're properly configured to the correct network. And those networks are hopefully Meraki ones that have all of those security features turned on. Right. So across the full layer from network stack, um, you know, layers three, layer seven, uh, the device control, our goal, and I think we've actually gotten there, and now it's a matter of sort of making it blossom, is all the way from the endpoints on or off the network to your full stack of Meraki gear, mm -hmm. you've got a um, wonderful solution that provides security and control at every layer. And that's that's sort of our mission right now is not MDM. And this is so now back to your question is are you MDM? It's like no. Right. We're the network, right? We the, the devices are part of the network. The network stack right, is the network. They're an extension of it, it, essentially. It all needs to work together. Yeah. And if you can go to one place to see all that working together and then put automation around that, uh, we think that we can make security and operations easier for both the devices that you're managing as endpoints mm -hmm. and the network itself. Mm. Mm -hmm. And actually, the, the, while you were talking through that, I, it, it did occur to me a simple point, but an important one, that you know a lot of security conversation is based around protecting the perimeter of your network with a firewall, and you know sometimes it might be to do with intrusion protection, uh, and that those kind of technologies, uh, malware and so on and so forth. But of course, the devices, despite all of the best efforts of your IT department, they're walking in and out of the building every single day in people's pockets. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows what's happening, what networks they're connecting to, uh, you know, free open Wi-Fi, that kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, being able to uh, see what they're doing, see what their posture is and any way in which they may have been impacted mm -hmm. and, and lock them down properly when they do come back to the corporate network obviously helps to protect the network from those devices as well as the other way around. Yeah. 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 And our, 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 because we've been cloud native since day one, we don't have to worry about setting up on-premise servers anywhere. These uh, right. devices from Meraki Systems Manager just happily yep. connecting back through our encrypted tunnel uh, to the cloud and ensuring that, uh, once again, back to that, that posture statement, Amelie, they're ensuring that the posture of the device, the, you know, the, our fancy 
uh, jargon in the industry for saying, is the device properly configured? Mm -hmm. um, and are we checking it on a continuous basis? Yes, we're doing that even if it's sitting at, at Pete's, which I'll say since we're local in the Bay Area, we right. don't use the Starbucks example. Love their coffee. We say Pete's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I think that um, we've, we've done a good job of if you like, baselining what we're doing here and what we're talking about here. Sentry, uh, you've mentioned a couple of times, and yeah. I would love to just dig into that in just a little bit more detail because I think Sentry is one of those concepts that just takes a little bit more uh, you know, understanding before the penny drops. And so we wanna, I want to really try and unpack what Sentry is. Let's start from the absolute basics. Uh, I have my, my smartphone in my pocket, I come on site and I connect to a guest network that my that my building is offering me. Walk me through the Sentry experience. The you've made it more complicated than it needs to be already. Oh no! <laughs> I failed my own test of simplicity. Uh, here, I'll, I'll pitch it. You to do you. your I'll, version. I'll, no. I'll, I'll give you my Sentry pitch, and we'll we'll judge me later, and I'll probably probably uh, regret uh, uh, trying to sell everyone on the product, but. The, uh, the idea is really simple, is we want, let's take uh, our Meraki um, wireless access points. Uh, we could just have guest access as sort of the bottom layer, the bottom rung of yeah. wireless mm -hmm. access. We could use our new identity uh, pre-shared key feature, identity PSK, mm -hmm. which is a little better, right? This is a step above. Um, we could use certificates to 802.1x to, to get access. Um, or we could say, you have to have MDM locked down on that device, and you have to have every possible security configuration applied to it before you get access. The absolute layer of security with standard off-the-shelf software right. like our, ourself. That is what Sentry is. It's saying um, Sentry is our Sentry, our guard, mm -hmm. saying... If you want to get access to your Meraki wireless network and, and automatically connect to the corporate LAN, uh, corporate VLAN, uh, you have to have MDM and turned on and configured properly. But we do that all automatically. That's the the cool part is that it it just it there's no crazy configuration. You don't have to deal with a certificate authority. You don't have to deal with mm -hmm. uh, integrations. We just say, yep, that's a Sentry device. Here's the policy it's supposed to have. Now you get access to this VLAN and. Yep. And it's just, you know, it's, it's as close to magic as we can get um, merging the power of mobile device management with the full stack. Yeah. And if the device is not Sentry enabled already, it's just a native device coming on site for the first time, what's the experience then? Yeah, and I, that's a really good question, actually, because I wanted to add to Noah's statement there. Um, besides the IT admin being beneficial for them, mm -hmm. for the end user's perspective, it's super easy because let's say you're bringing your own device to the office and you want to connect to, let's say, the guest network. Mm -hmm. We can essentially, if the admin has configured that guest network to require you to install Systems Manager onto your device, then you will have to do that. So you can pick that guest network yep. and then you will be prompted, hey, Simon, like, you need to have Systems Manager on your phone in order to access this network. Do you want to do that? Right. And so essentially you would say yes, and you would follow the prompt, and you would be asked to download the SM agent, mm -hmm. and then your phone will be compliant, and then now you have access to that guest network. Then you're off to the races. Yeah, yeah. so it's super easy. Hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, the 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 you know the other world, the scarier world out there. There's um, generally products you have to integrate. Uh, there are um, getting the devices onboarded, especially with certificates, can be just a pain in the neck. It's mm -hmm. it is not something, and people avoid it. So yeah. we end up with passwords, right? We end up with using passwords for security and. As everyone in the world knows who's ever had to manage devices, passwords are just a nightmare. So we want to uh, make it as easy as possible to securely connect. And Sentry Wi-Fi uh, allows you to get those certificates just by virtue of having the phone enrolled in MDM. No other steps it, you need to do. It's part of the profile, right? That yeah, we push down device. a mobile config to the to the phone and um, iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, um, and it automatically. Uh, can now connect to whatever network you wanted to. And of course, the admin can then say, well, you know what? I want all those devices connect to a different network, right? Mm -hmm. There's no, it's just have them change all at once. It's it's all very simple once you do that. Mm. The the other key part of Sentry, which I hope you'll ask about, you were going to ask about the other parts, right? I, I wanted to ask about the other parts of Sentry, Noah. <laughs> Thank Please you, Simon. About I'm so glad you asked. because I you totally tell this is all entirely natural, I, folks? I had totally forgotten about that. <laughs> yes, we have other Sentry features, not just Sentry Wi-Fi. Um, so there's, uh, the, you know, the next, of course, important big step as you're setting up your, your network, small or large, is how do people get connected when they're off the network using VPN? So mm -hmm. in the same way that we can automatically have a profile applied to Amelie's phone, Simon's phone, Noah's phone, um, we can apply a VPN configuration. So once again, automatically connect to your, your MX device that um, has VPN set up or other VPN configuration. Yeah. Uh, the... The goal here, once again, Sentry is just a name for that set of features where we're automatically applying configuration to the endpoint so mm -hmm. you can get automation done and take care of network security. Right. Sounds like that's a really good way of making sure that things behave the way you want them to rather than leaving it to chance. And, and I think the, the point you made about password management definitely resonates. I think, let's be honest, there's a, a, a lot of IT admins out there, and I think I was one at some point where you know, you're, you're basically seeking the path of least resistance in life because you have so much to deal yeah. with. And uh, and so password management uh, is an absolute, absolute nightmare, whether it's for the front desk people giving it out to, to daily users or, or just for regular users. But yeah. certificates also are not easy things to manage. Right. Uh, right. Anybody who's who's played around with certificate administration will clearly understand that. Anyone who's listening, but you know the Sentry thing essentially eliminates all of that complexity. We hide it from you. Yes, it's um, yeah. uh, Amelie. You've done the setup, right? There's. Yeah. Did you ever have to install a certificate authority? No, it was super easy. <laughs> I mean, I'm I don't not... even know what need to know what a certificate <laughs> authority is. It's just exactly. a, it just magically yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it is a very nice way to get a level of uh, security and efficiency that just happens by a few clicks in the console. Right. So. Yeah. I think of it as like, um, you know, on your iPhone, you have your your thumbprint as the a touch password. ID yeah, thing. Yeah, the touch ID thing. Yep. I, I think of a certificate like that. Right. Yeah, okay. super easy. I don't need to keep changing it. I don't need to keep, like, figuring right. out my it's password. It's just intuitive that yes. it just works. It just works. There we go. It yeah. just works. Sounds like a, a very good tagline. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it just works. I don't know who, who came up with that idea. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I want to uh, just move the conversation on to you know some of the more recent stuff that we've been doing. Um, I've been hearing both of you talking at various times about this thing called trusted access. Yes, I'm yes. really excited about this. 
This is the this yes. is the new hotness in the world of uh, in the world of MDM, right? Yeah, yeah, I think Noah and I are excited because it it's it's going beyond MDM or EMM or UEM, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and I think it's going to interest a well new types of audiences into the Meraki family. I mm-hmm. think. Um, Noah, do you want to? Yeah, talk yeah. So about let's let's dive into trusted access. Yeah. So first and foremost, um, as we go out in the world and describe this, and and as you, Amelie, you know, tell everyone uh, what it is and communicate to them what it is, uh, it's really important to make one one key uh, point up front, which is this is just part of Systems Manager. So right. if you want to, um, you want full MDM on devices, you buy a license of Systems Manager. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want all these cool things we just described as Sentry, but you want them on devices that you're not going to enroll in MDM, and I'll explain what that sentence means in, in a minute. Okay. If you want them on just random devices, so what is it that I want? I want that cool thing you just described where you get a Wi-Fi configuration to my device, mm-hmm. certificate-based access to the network, no passwords involved, or let's say in the future a VPN configuration. I want you to do that for devices that I don't have connected to MDM. Ah, um, and this is that's a big deal. This is a big deal because uh, we, for the entire life of our product, mm-hmm. have always said if you want to do something, you've got to enroll your device in MDM. So there's probably a bunch of you on the phone that know exactly what this means, and I'm going to explain it for the other folks uh, who are listening that that um, uh, need to understand why that sentence is really important. Everyone's got a cranky. Um, man or woman in the office who is not going to allow you to put MDM on their phone because it, when you enroll in MDM, it says Cisco, if you were doing it at Cisco, or yeah. if you were doing it at, at Widgets Incorporated, it would say Widgets Incorporated can wipe your phone, can uh, lock it. Can and, control it, can right, see because, everything. Because MDM does yeah. let you do that. Yeah. MDM is full control over the device. Yeah. And there are a lot of devices out there that are owned by individuals, not mm-hmm. the organization, and they're like, nope, not going to do it, right. <laughs> not going to happen. You're not going to. I'm not going to give you permission to buy your phone. So those people exist, mm-hmm. uh, and that's totally fine. That's that's the it's, way the world is. Their device. Yeah. yeah. We also have a lot of customers with like, you know, I just don't. I don't need MDM. I just need these devices. Please just connect them to the Meraki network. I, I don't want to deal with anything else. I just need them. I know what the device is. The person, if they can just log in mm-hmm. and get their credentials, they'd be happy. And that's why we built this feature. It's um, basically delivering a configuration to the device after the user has authenticated. So the user has to prove who they are. Right. That's why that's where the trust part comes from. Yep. And then they get access to the network. So it is a great way for either those BYOD phones and laptops, for uh, organizations that might have visitors coming on site that only need access for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Mm-hmm. You're not going to enroll those devices in the full-blown mobile device management. It's a great way to solve all the problems um, of having to configure those devices because in any other world before this existed, you'd have to like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to get the you – know, I've got to generate a certificate for yeah. this yeah. device. How am I going to do that? How am I going to get it to the device? How do I know it's a trusted device? So – uh, we're super excited about this because it opens up a whole new world for our customers that uh, before they just ignored. They either had to go mm-hmm. de- use another product or they had to do it on their own or they just didn't do it. And normally what happens is they just don't do it. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Just leave it open and have it as a guest network that's maybe on a separate VLAN and just 
just doesn't get access to all the resources because that's right. the key thing, right? We want to be able to provide access to the resources for the right people. Yes. Yeah. And this is like a leave no trace kind of option. Yes. Is that right? Do yeah, I get that yeah. right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you mean leave no trace behind? Well, you know, like so. So what you're saying is we don't. I don't need to install something onto my yes. device. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm. I thought you were you were talking about it like some fugitive <laughs> that uh, <laughs> was disappearing into the wilderness with their secret VLAN. All right. Feel uh, free not yeah. to use that in your marketing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, no, that, that is the, the goal is there's no application install. The, the, yep. the process is really simple, which is every business already has an identity store. Um, you log in, yep. you, um, uh, using your credentials already given to you by the organization, mm -hmm. and you have to follow a couple prompts you know, on, on the little website yep. and, um, and download a certificate. And Apple makes you jump through a couple of hoops. It's not that bad, it's though, right? It's so easy. Yeah. I right. mean, if you know how to use a phone, I think you can work yourself through this. Process. Oh, that's everybody on the planet. Good, yeah. good. And uh, I do want to correct myself uh, since uh, uh, we want to be really clear on here. Android, you do, do need to download an application. Okay. Uh, Apple, you do not because Apple builds in the tools that we need. Google, if you're listening, uh, please add those tools to Android. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yes, you, you do need to have an application on Android to uh, – to get this started, but that's I think Android has always been more of a challenge because yeah. there's just so many, there's so much potential reworking of yeah. the Android operating system. That's yeah. the whole point of it, right? Not mm -hmm. much trouble though. You go to the store, you download yeah. the Meraki app, um, and and make it happen. So yeah. we're yeah we're seeing you know when we go out in the world and talk to people, yeah, they are um, uh, excited about this. Uh, we want everyone to try it out. Well, um, it sounds like the the true because I've been hearing the term BYOD, bring your own device, for longer than I've been working at this yeah, company, and longer than I've heard of MDM. So it's it's been in this IT, IT vernacular for for a very long time now, and it sounds like this is the real deal for BYOD. It is. Is that is that a fair assessment? I, I would say so. I think that is fair. the mm -hmm. The problem in the past has been that. Uh, it was too complicated to stand up all the pieces you need to get certificates, 802.1x uh, access. Uh, and so people didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And yep. or even worse, you know, you talked about getting access. The whole point of this, right, is to get access to the network. Or they used insecure methods and gave people access to the right. network. So now, yep. you know, um, we have someone over in the corner who's maybe – Putting, using those credentials on a device that perhaps uh, they shouldn't be doing that, mm -hmm. we want to avoid that. So this way yeah. we can bind the, the certificate to the device uh, and make sure that the access is, yep, that device gets access and other devices do not. So it, it opens a whole new world for us because now we have that we've established that connection, even with the devices that aren't under control, mm -hmm. we can do added work um, with the, the our friends in the the wireless team and the MX team and the switching team to say, okay, we've got the device under control, mm -hmm. we have the security connection we want, and we can keep working with them to do new and exciting things beyond that to control the access. So that's sort of like a little hint as to our thinking is right. where we'd like to take this. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's 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 the end of November, and uh, you want people to try it. Obviously, this is this is something which is essentially new. Territory New for a feature, lot of people. Yep. If you are a if you're an SM owner, yep. uh, you have access to this today. Um, if you would like to try it out, we do a free trial, so you yep. can just uh, go to our website, download the um, uh, follow the steps to do the free 100 
uh, trial and it will be in there. You get the full product yep. and you can try it out or you can work with your salesperson or reseller and they'll happily set you up with it. And actually Systems Manager is one of the coolest ones to do a free trial with because there's no gear, there's nothing, you don't have to wait. You can do this entirely spontaneously at exactly. the end of this podcast, folks. Yeah. Uh, you can you can go straight on. If you don't use Systems Manager today, you can set up a free trial and be up and running in a matter of minutes and, yeah. and try out all these features, including this um, trusted yeah. access. And yeah. if you have questions, come over to the community site um, or obviously work with your, your sales engineer or salesperson or reseller. Uh, but if you do have questions and want to talk to us, uh, we hang out on the community site too. So uh, plug for the, the community site. It is a great spot to just discuss uh, the product in general, yep, um, and uh, not a good place to go to if you need support issues. Please go to our wonderful support team. <laughs> yes. But uh, I, you can I, say that as much as you like; it's still going to happen. Yeah, I'm yeah. Really but sure please, please come talk to us about it. And if you've yeah. got ideas for how you would you like to use this, and we're not doing it yet, we may not have thought of those yet. So it's a great yeah. way to communicate directly with um, Amelie and marketing and Noah and product management, right. and others uh, to figure out uh, how do we make this product better for everyone who's actually using it. Yep. And I do think that's worth reminding folks as well. It's one of the key aspects, I think, of uh, Meraki that I, I've always loved since I joined the company. And that's how easy it is to get feedback directly to the people who can make a difference. So obviously, there's the Make-A-Wish box. Those of you who already use the Meraki uh, dashboard will know that very well, I'm sure. Um, but the community is another avenue for doing that as well. And you know, it's, rather than that being staffed by you know, faceless individuals who you would never, never uh, know or know what they do for the company. You know, we do have product marketing managers and even product managers from time to time, you know, diving into the community to see what people are saying about their products. Because it's a fantastic way to get feedback from the people who are actually our customers. Uh, and we, we like to think that we, we have a pretty good idea of what folks are trying to do, but there's always something we can learn. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly. really, it's really a great resource. The, the other the, the Make-A-Wish feature um, is something, believe it or not, we do read mm. <laughs> in yes. product management. That's right. uh, the problem is there's so maybe 100 a day, right? right. And and so, so people even, love this even if I wanted yeah. to respond to everyone, I can't respond to everyone, yeah. right? So yeah. so I do respond to them. Um, you, you know, it's sort of um, uh, a, a special treat for me when I can, can answer one of those. But if you go to the community site, uh, you can do both. Please do both. But if you do go to the community site, the nice thing there is we have some amazing Meraki users that will get to the question long before I can get to yeah. it. So yep. yeah, you yeah. get you get direct feedback from peers like yourself that are actually using the products. So yep. you're connecting with Meraki people and also um, our customers. Yeah, yeah. There's no better way to learn some best practices than to to just share what you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve. If you haven't figured out the right way to do it. There's always somebody there who's already done it yeah. before. Um, this is a great way to uh, to get educated. I still use it myself quite frequently because uh, you know, I've heard a lot of stories about how people implement stuff, but it keeps changing. It's evolving over time, and you know, new features like this trusted access will make some changes to people's you know practices, their processes, yeah. and how they how they keep the lights on. Yeah. Exactly. And, and as I mentioned, I sort of hinted at where we're headed with it. Uh, a lot of that is getting out early features into customers' hands. Right. So the community site's also the place we want you to go to to see where a beta is. So Amelie, yeah. you So for example, for Trusted Access a couple months ago when we were still in beta, mm -hmm. or we, yeah, we were still in beta, um, you know, I posted something like, hey, for anyone who's doing iOS or Mac OS, we have this beta feature, you know, sign up, talk to me, and mm -hmm. 
we got those customers to trial it out and that was a great thing for our team because we got feedback and also it allowed those customers to kind of have a sneak peek at what we're working on. Oh, yeah. So So there's yeah. no excuse really. This is if you if you're interested <laughs> in Meraki, I mean I say I'm a, I'm a little biased, but if you are interested in Meraki and you want to get the inside track, clearly community.meraki.com yes, is the place. Come to visit go. us. Come hang out. Okay. Yeah. So what's, uh, we'll start to sort of move things to a conclusion, I think, um, but but I'm sure that there must be something that we haven't covered about, you know, what's on your mind for this product and, you know, how you see things shaping up uh, for the future. Any thoughts around that at all? Yeah, one of the areas we've been spending a lot of time on and Meraki has as a whole uh, is around the API. So we've talked a lot about the features that make, we have a lot of customers that are, you mentioned earlier, Simon, was mm. the, the single IT admin, right? In yep. fact, I think you might have outed yourself as a former <laughs> IT admin. I, 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 I did once. not know this. I want to hear this story. Right. Uh, but um, perhaps a, a whole other uh, podcast mm -hmm. for that. Uh, those folks that have to maintain a whole shop by themselves, we think about all the time. We are trying to make the product as easy to use. All that automation in the Sentry features is geared at those those individuals that don't want to spend time doing all that configuration yep. and want the Meraki path of, please just make it work the first time I right. click the button. However, we have tons of customers that have 5,000, 10,000, 50,000 endpoints in their environment. Um, they might have hundreds upon hundreds of uh, little white and silver Meraki boxes. Yes. And they need ways to manage those at scale or plug them into a SIM or a CMDB or all these other institutional massive hardware that you have in large organizations. So we've spent a lot of time at Meraki as a whole building out the API, and we've especially been doing that on the SM side. So okay. one thing I want everyone to know is if you do have, uh, if you were someone who has those skills at wanting to play a little and dabble in how can I automate some of this or pull information out uh, of Meraki via the API uh, Meraki.io, I believe, is yes. where we want to send them. Yeah, that's um, sites. And this is for people who have already have other code, other software that could potentially interact and and make for a larger, uh, complete solution yeah. for them. Yeah. So if yeah. you were if you're one of um, our customers that is managing tens of thousands of endpoints, please do check it out. Uh, it is something uh, that we are expanding on, and we really see. Uh, a lot of possibility there for plugging into those large enterprise environments. So yep. we, there's more that we need to do there. Um, we don't have every possible uh, feature in the uh, Systems Manager UI as a API endpoint yet, but it is uh, something we're spending a lot of time on, and we see a lot of promise there. Okay. And we would love to. I mean, that's another great use for the community is let us know what the applications are and the things that you want to be able to do yeah. uh, with that. I think that's great, great learning for us. Um, so, Amelie, as far as systems manager is concerned, I'm sure that we have a few people on the podcast who uh, maybe use our Wi-Fi solution. Maybe they've got our MX for security, yeah. but they haven't ventured in this direction yet. So yes. where do they go to find out more, to kind of recap on what we've learned today? What yeah. resources do we have available to them and what steps would you recommend for them? All right. So uh, for resources, I think if you don't know anything about systems manager, then I would highly uh, recommend the... Listen to this podcast again? Yes, the podcast <laughs> is a great way to get introduced. But also, um, if you want to get something for free, like 20 free SM licenses, mm -hmm. you can jump in on a webinar that we have on demand or webinar that are live. That's Introduction to Systems Manager. Yep. Good intro. And then you, after the webinar, you're eligible to get 20 free licenses. 
And then the next step after that is probably connecting with uh, a Meraki sales team mm -hmm. so that you can actually get in contact with someone a little bit more technical, like a sales engineer, um, to kind of go through any questions or problems that you're facing while you're trialing out the free systems manager licenses. Mm -hmm. And once you get connected to that, you're either sold on it or you're not. Right. <laughs> That's the whole point, right? <laughs> but at least you got something for free, which is great. Yes. Um, but that is, but is, that's what I envision for Systems Manager. And, of course, we have the Meraki blog where we do talk about new releases or new features or updates. Yep. Sometimes, you know, myself or Noah or some other product specialist on the SM team write blogs to, to let you guys know what's coming or what new feature was enabled. Right. Yeah. But you you I, glided right over it, but check out Amelie's webinar. So there's the on-demand <laughs> webinar yes, for the Systems only. Manager if you if – you, uh, if we have in piqued your interest, uh, it is worth checking out because you go right through the, yes, uh, the through whole that. product there. Yeah, and, and you also get to see a demo. So that's also one thing that the podcast doesn't really do, which is an actual uh, look into the Meraki dashboard, is, which is actually the management interface that customers use, sure. right? So um, that is one additional value of I those webinars. I think it's a good test for us because we're so used to doing these demos and showing this dashboard. P to be forced into an audio-only format <laughs> really makes us think about how we're going to bring this to life for the people. It's who are honestly listening. brutal not yes. being able to, <laughs> exactly. to click and show yeah. someone something. Got to beat that out of us, and we'll, we'll get better at uh, uh, describing things for you. Mm -hmm. Right. I think it, and it might, maybe it's time to start a video podcast or something <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. I'm sure the answer to that will be yes. We're going to find some time to do that as well. Yeah. Okay, we're going to wrap things up. Um, Thank you both very much for coming thank in. You, Simon. Uh, yeah, thank these you, are, Simon. These are great fun, aren't they? Yeah, they are. It's a good conversation. I always learn something through doing it, and hopefully you all have as well who've joined us. Um, we do these every two weeks, and so uh, typically on a Wednesday, I'll press that magic button and publish a new episode of Meraki Unboxed. And so we'd love you to obviously subscribe and uh, make sure that you get those automatically pushed out to your managed device. That's right. <laughs> we uh, will push down all that. See what fact, I did there? What we should <laughs> yeah. do is we should just force this podcast wow. onto oh. all of our customers' devices. Wow, oh, we interesting could concept. Do that. And we get approval we could for that. We do that with Systems Manager. Push out this link to anyone that downloads the uh, SM agent. So, so let, us, let us know your feedback for that idea at community.meraki.com. Um, all right, so I, uh, but seriously, folks, I, I really am trying to make sure that the content that we talk about on these is stuff that you want to hear uh, that is interesting and engaging for you. If you want us to go into more depth on a specific technical product or on a specific part of the way we do business, that's why this podcast exists. We want to give you a little bit of a window into what happens here. And so I definitely encourage you to reach out. The community we've talked about a lot on today's podcast, uh, but you can also contact me directly on Twitter at Meraki Simon. That's my handle. And you will find me there, well, all day, every day. It's on my <laughs> managed device. So uh, I, now I, every time I say device, I'm just going to say managed, managed device now. <laughs> I say it's a good little way of getting the pitch in there. Uh, so please reach out, say hi. Uh, let us know what you think of the podcast, how we can improve it. Uh, that's really what we're aiming to do. Otherwise, we'll be back in two weeks. So have a great time until then. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye for now. <laughs>